Hello and welcome back to the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast. I am your 13-time champion of the RWP Prediction Championship, Tony fucking G. Like, share, subscribe. And I am still your 13-time champion because, granted, I gave you the predictions before the show and it didn't look like I was going to have any competition tonight. Well, Phil did get his predictions in shortly thereafter, and Chicken got his in a little bit after that, but it didn't matter, folks. Yours truly almost called a perfect night, and I'm going to discuss the entire thing, but uh, kudos to me from Phil and Chicken, even though they're not here. I'm sure they wish me nothing but the best. So let's get right into it. I'm still the champ, and it's undisputed at this point. Interim champ, no more. The 13 times is official. What a run it's going to be, folks. Now, WWE Money in the Bank 2022. What went down? <clears throat> As I perfectly predicted, the opening match was the Women's Money in the Bank match. And I am so, so sorry to inform anybody who may have missed this thing. This was terrible. I, the ma- I'm not talking about the outcome. I'll get there in a second. The match itself was bad. Really, really, really bad. Um, you had, uh, I'm sorry, I've never been impressed by Shotzi Blackheart. I've never been impressed. And this was, this this backed up every reason why I have not been impressed. She's not good. She was really, really off in this match. Every spot, and I, I'm talking spots because she didn't do any wrestling. Every spot she was involved with was clunky and almost ended up in a bad, bad injury for somebody. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez, also green as hell, and she was in this match way too soon. She was not ready for this. Uh, just too much green in this match and too many spots. It was just a spot fest, and none of them seemed to work. The vets weren't involved enough in the in the attempted spots. It was just bad all around. Uh, there was a scary sunset flip uh, powerbomb from uh, Liv Morgan to Lacey. Lacey landed on the back of her head. Uh Again, Shotzi Blackheart, it looked like she about concussed herself doing a senton off the middle rope onto the back of the ladder. Woof. It was it was ugly. I seriously thought she probably fucked her neck up. Uh, but the finish of the match was fantastic. It was it was beautiful. Liv and Becky are up on top of ladders. Becky pushes Liv's over. Liv stops the fall with her foot on the top rope. Bounces back, knocks Becky off, and grabs the briefcase. Liv was my two-point pick. Wow, what a win for Liv Morgan. Miss money in the bank. So I started out the show with three points after one match. That's It was just everything was looking up, Tony. And uh, a former champ of the RWP, yes, congrats to me indeed. Yes, I called almost a perfect night, but we will get into that when we hit the main event. Yes, congratulations, Tony fucking G. From Tony fucking G. But congratulations to Liv Morgan. Miss Money in the Bank. She was the crowd favorite. The crowd was into her. They were chanting, you deserve. I mean, you know, everything was looking up Liv. Uh, moving on. The What did I rate this? 1.25. Terrible match. <clears throat> I'm not kidding. I do. You can skip this one. If you missed the show, you want to watch a replay, just go to the end. You save yourself. 20 minutes. Not even joking. It was it was really bad. Uh, next up, the U.S. title match. Austin Theory defending against Bobby Lashley. And this one really surprised me. I was uh, I was very 
surprised to see the story that they went with here. Lashley didn't look over dominating over a smaller opponent. And I really liked how Theory used his, his speed, but Theory doesn't look that much smaller than Lashley compared to a lot of people. It's funny. It's just a really interesting way they told the story. Uh, there was really bad outside management. The ref kind of had to give up on count outs because they were taking a lot of time out there. But Bobby ended up saving a really bad spot where Theory jumped at him and oh, he almost didn't catch him, but he's strong enough that they made it work. Really good spot with the ring post there. <clears throat> uh, Theory is not completely inept against Lashley and just his physical prowess matched up very well with him. Uh, they missed a spot with the flan the Spanish fly in the in the corner going to counter it. I, I don't know what happened there, but it looked like they missed a spot and they just said, okay, we're not going to go back to it. Just move along. That was the right decision. Uh, the sleeper spot felt like vintage 80s wrestling. There was a really nice vibe here with the match doing that. Uh, it was a good hurt lock counter. Uh, there was a tumble salt into a bench press slam from Lashley. This was beautiful. Uh, Theory dives through the ropes, does a flip, jumps up. Lashley presses him up into a beautiful power slam. Amazing spot. Really liked that. Uh, the eye rake. Theory hits a spear, tries to hit Lashley with the hurt lock, but Lashley counters, gets the hurt lock. Theory taps. This this was about as perfect as it could be. I really enjoyed this match. I give it 3.25. Uh, new U.S. champ, Bobby Lashley. <clears throat> Excuse me. Again, folks, getting over cold over here. Uh, yeah, really liked this one. And something I wish I would have said on the pre-show. As soon as the match is over, the body language of theory just dismayed out on the outside of the ring. I'm like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. He loses the belt. They're going to add him in to the Money in the Bank match later on. I just fucking know it. Wouldn't you know it? They added him in. It was the main event. But I digress. Another thing I called, as your champ, go figure. I I really liked the match. Uh, I'd like to see a rematch, but uh, obviously Theory's moving on to bigger and better, better things, uh, I think. So we'll see what's next for Lashley with the U.S. title. Next up, we had – I got notes here, folks. Bear with me. The Raw Women's Championship. This was pretty good. This was pretty good. I, I actually enjoyed this. Oh, we got some comments. July 30th, it's coming back home, not to Iowa, to South Dakota. Yeah, we'll see about that, uh, you know. Don't, don't count your chicken before it hatches, buddy. Collusion, stop the steal. Huh? Show up. Fuck off. Anywho, yeah, the Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, there was, I didn't know what to expect with this one because it was a last-minute replacement for Rhea Ripley. It was Carmella. And Carmella was just on point for this. I really, really thought she stepped up to the plate here. The hair pulled down into the kick-up by Bianca. Her power and athleticism is just top shelf. The amount of flipping and back salt, moon salt, just the thing she can do with her body and the size and strength that she has, it's so impressive. And she does it throughout the entire match. And her cardio is incredible. She doesn't get blown up. She just She's as fresh as she is when she starts the match, even late into it. Uh, the Huracarana counter into the backbreaker double, Really liked that spot. I mean, Carmella's not a big body to be doing backbreakers to, but it still looked impressive. Uh, Mella's money outfit was perfect for this. Her body language was on point. She's just such a, she's not a great ring worker, but she's a good 
performer in the ring. And she was she was really on point here. Solid KOD, one, two, three. Bianca Belair retains. I actually enjoyed this match. Uh, another solid three-star match. Thought it was good. Uh, did Liv cash in here? No, she didn't. Didn't expect it to happen. Didn't happen. So we move on, and the next thing that happens is we see that, yes, Logan Paul has signed with WWE. He's going to fight the Miz at SummerSlam, we're hoping. That's what they're saying. And then something that was really stupid, the Alexa Bliss Capital One commercial during the premium live event where she talks to Lily and Lily ordered a bunch of shit with her Capital One WWE Visa card or whatever. I just, this was such a stupid spot. I hate seeing Alexa Bliss have to do this stupid shit. And you know what else I hate having to see? Commercials within commercials on what used to be a pay-per-view. Good God, we get it. We've sold our soul to make every dollar we can because the fans don't want to spend that much. Can you blame them sometimes? All right, next up, what in the holy hell was this match? Holy crap, it was amazing. The unified, undisputed, Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championship of the World, the Usos defending against the Street Profits. This was brilliant. I can't, if you go back and you only watch one match from this show, folks, this is the one. I may go back and watch it again myself tonight. This was incredible. I, I told you guys on the pre-show that these guys are good. They've had matches before. Their chemistry is off the charts. This was on display and then some. These guys upped the ante. They brought their A-plus game. Kudos to all four of these guys, Jimmy J, Montez, and Angelo. Wow, what a match. I'm not kidding. If if FTR wouldn't be right now like the head and shoulders favorite for tag team of the year, like these guys would be in the mix too. Uh, and this would have been one of those matches to be right up there in the conversation for tag team match of the year. And this is, I'm not kidding. It was so good. Uh, the, the profits were dominating early. Uh, Montez, we say this every time we see him, but he's such a star. His body language, his facials, his athleticism, his enthusiasm, his energy, his whole look. <coughs> Excuse me. This guy is a future star. Like this guy, this guy, you need to be getting this guy into a singles run. This guy is a 100% chance future star. My God, put a belt on him, please, please, please. He's so good. Uh, the double suplex into the ring post. I'm just going to give you some notes, the stuff that was new to see instead of the classics that they've done a lot of times. Yeah, uh, the Usos double suplexed uh, Dawkins into the ring post on the outside. The taunting from all these guys was on point throughout the entire match. It was just perfect. The hot tag immediately squashed Montez Ford's on the outside, just begging and pleading to get in the ring. He's He's just so ready. Gets in immediately, tries to get a dive, gets eaten with a super kick. Uh, and earlier in the match, again with his Montez's energy, he's got the crowd just amped up. He's doing DX suck a chance through the entire match. The crowd loves this guy. He's so damn good. They find, I mean, they keep this one for a while. It's a really good match. Watch it. Uh, the super buff blockbuster double team for a two. The Prophets can't believe they only got a two. The crowd eats up this false finish. The next one, a double super kick on uh, Montez Ford. Only gets it to another amazing false finish. The flip out of the ring. 
Montez Ford starts at one corner, runs the length of the ring, dives over the top rope, hits both the Usos with a freaking flipping splash. They get back in the ring. He hits the big frog splash, only gets a two count. This is when the crowd is like, you've got to be kidding me. This, this was so beautiful. Finally, then it started, they st- the attrition started to set in. They stopped. They missed a couple of steps. But they hit a double super kick. They they hit their uh, modified version of the 3D. One, two, three. The Usos do end up retaining. But please, go watch this match if you missed it. It's so good. I give it four, two, five. I would have gone higher. But like I said, their energy was spent by the end of this thing. And they missed a couple of little things. The details matter, folks. But this was perfect. Easily, easily match of the night. Hmm. Uh, having a little scotch to celebrate my big win here, folks. Glen Murray, uh sherry cask. Nothing fancy, but delicious. Moving along, we went to the <clears throat> SmackDown Women's Championship. I couldn't get into this thing. I'm sorry. Like I said, uh, Ronda's just not giving a shit at this point. It's just blaring obvious. But... Then the story she was going to tell with Natalia, like these two are familiar with each other. They've trained, so they had a good vibe. And it was kind of hard to tell who was supposed to be playing heel, who was supposed to be playing babyface. And I don't know that either one of them honestly knew. And it was going to be back and forth submissions. Uh, and th- that's exactly what it was. And it was pretty good. Rhonda tried to do the sharpshooter, and the crowd didn't really know how to react to that. It was weird. It was awkward. The crowd was kind of dead throughout this match, though. And then she started playing with the knee. Okay, she tweaked it when she got thrown to the outside. They traded some holds in the ring, ankle lock, into the sharpshooter, into the armbar, not the armbar, back to the ankle lock. Uh, Finally, Ronda did get the armbar and the tap out. It was pretty decent, though. Like, finally, by the end of it, they'd gotten me into it. I can't really begrudge either one of them. It was decent enough. I'll give it three stars. Ronda retains the SmackDown Championship. But the big shock, Liv Morgan, her music hits. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Here she comes. Gives the ref the briefcase. Liv Morgan's cashing in. I was was shocked. I didn't think that this was going to happen tonight. Sure enough, they ring the bell. Like, okay, it's on. Immediately, she goes after Ronda. Ronda grabs her in an ankle lock. And I'm like, oh, no. This crowd is going to lose their fucking mind if she wins the Money in the Bank briefcase tonight. Goes to cash in on the same night and immediately gets squashed by Ronda Rousey, who barely gives a shit. Almost happened. Almost. But she sneakily, like, kicks the bad ankle on Ronda. Gets the break on the ankle lock. Big roll-up pin. One, two, three. Liv Morgan, your new SmackDown Women's Champion. I I was pretty shocked, but damn, it was the right move. This gal has won over the audience for the last, like, three years. Like, she's really been over for several years now. And it doesn't matter what she does, and they don't know what to do with her. The crowd still loves this gal. And she's, she is talented, and she's got a good look. She's unique. She's got the support, and the, the crowd went ballistic for this. So this was the 100% the right move. So I'm guessing Ronda's going to be taking some time off now, which, fine. 
heal up or rest up or get a little energy back, <clears throat> come back when you're actually ready to have a decent run because it's kind of been a flub. But uh, no hard feelings here. She congratulates her, says, you did well. The crowd loved this. This was a stellar cash-in. It, it's definitely going to be one of those that ranks up there for a lot of the people who were there to see it and who've been Liv Morgan fans. So wins the briefcase and the belt in the same night. Liv Morgan's legacy begins. <clears throat> 2022, Money in the Bank. Kudos to Liv. All right. The moment you've all been waiting for. The main event. The Money in the Bank. The men's. As I said, we get through the entrances, and then here comes Adam Pearce. Uh, theory's been added to the match. I Damn, I wish I would have called down the pre-show. As soon as I saw the end of the U.S. title match, I knew it was coming. And this was beautiful. The crowd was pissed, mad, didn't like it at all. I'm like, that's great. I love it. I love Theory. He looks like a million bucks. Same with Ford. If you told me you came back in time three, four, five years, and you told me the main event of WrestleMania 42 is Montez Ford versus Theory, I would believe you because these guys are stars. Theory looks like a million bucks and he's just got a great physique. He's tall. He's muscular. Looks great. I love the addition. And he brought a lot of great stuff to this. <clears throat> so I got some notes. Let's get through them quickly because my cold sucks and I need another dram of scotch. So Theory gets added immediately. They all gang up on Omas because you have to gang up on the big guy. That's just how all these multi-man matches work. We know that it's a common recipe. Everyone wrestling at Omos, not with Omos, because Omos is incapable of wrestling. The ladder spots with him, he was able to carry the ladder around, but everybody basically had to fling themselves into the ladder, not the other way around. Sami Zayn goes and hides. like He's just hiding off a camera, hiding behind the ring folks. I love that. Sami's brilliant. Uh, Claymore to Omos. He gets knocked out of the ring. Huge pop for that. Drew still got a good chunk of the audience on his side. Uh, Shane and Drew, double team theory. Loved that. Zane finally takes a wicked whip onto the ladder that's uh, bridged down the corner for Madcap, and he has no heat. Like, this guy is just kind of a dead spot for the crowd. I don't know. I, I thought he had a little more shine with the crowd, but no, it's just not there. Uh, the <laughs> almost ends up on top of like the second rung of the ladder and he gets pushed off by a couple people and he fell. I'm using air quotes for those of you who can't see basically just kind of stepped off and stumbled into the ropes. Finally, they get him out like over a double team clothesline and it looked terrible. They get him on the entranceway and they bury him under a bunch of ladders. I like that. Then Back in the ring, Zane ends up getting power bombed onto a bridge ladder that was on the bottom ropes. That looked nasty. Uh, Riddle has an amazing little flurry, taking out everybody. Climbs to the top of a ladder that's in the corner of the ring and does the bro moonsault thing flip onto four guys. Great spot. Almost gets back in the ring. Literally, the crowd just like, ah, fucking seriously, we're done with this dude. He eats a bunch of finishers, ends with a curb stomp. Six guys pick him up and powerbomb him through the announce table. This was an awesome little spot. Loved it. The crowd went nuts for it. Uh, Butch finally shows up because you knew that had to freaking happen for some reason. Uh, Drew gets trapped under the ladder. Sheamus climbs up it. 
Drew McIntyre benches the ladder to knock Sheamus off. This was a this is a pretty cool little spot. Uh, Zane gets back in, pushes both of those guys off, and then he eats. Uh, he gets pushed off. He eats a ladder to the face that's bridged up on the top rope on another corner. Uh, Madcap gets stopped. Uh, or that was Madcap who stopped him, and then Rollins stops Madcap, and then. He's climbing the ladder. Riddle gets back in, brings in a massive ladder, puts it up next to it. Both of those guys are up on top, Rollins and Riddle. Riddle hits Rollins with a huge RKO off of the ladder, straight to the canvas. This looked nasty. It looked like Seth's chin really hit kind of hard on Riddle's shoulder. (coughs) Excuse me. And then Theory gets back in. Riddle and Theory fight on the ladders. Theory manages to get Riddle knocked off. And Theory pulls the briefcase down. He pisses the entire Vegas arena off. Theory, your new men's money in the bank briefcase winner. They were livid. I thought it was great. I, if it would have been a Riddle or Seth, I would have gotten another one or two points and had a perfect night. This was pretty damn good, too, though. I was pretty impressed with theory throughout this whole show this kid deserves it you gotta build new stars theory is a star so anybody who's gonna claim bullshit about this just be optimistic this guy is gonna be a top guy in this company i promise you it'll be worth it and when he cashes in it's probably gonna be pretty damn memorable i I think he'll probably pull it off so look for this guy to be a champion within the next year legit it was great. He climbs back up the top of the ladder, taking selfies with the briefcase on the ladder. It, it was pretty great. Yeah, Whether or not you like him or not, I, get into him. The kid has got so much potential, and he's young. This guy's going to be a star for a long time, so you might as well just get on board. Uh, this wasn't a bad Money in the Bank match, but it wasn't my favorite of all time by any means, so it was it was more standard. I'll give it three and a quarter to be completely honest I, you know there were there were parts i would have rather seen some other people in this i don't know i didn't need to see sheamus in this i didn't need to see madcap in this i just I almost definitely didn't need to be in this so i definitely wouldn't have booked it the way it was booked but one of the right guys won so i really can't complain too much this was pretty good the show overall not their best money in the bank top to bottom mostly because that women's match was so freaking bad Again, if you're going to watch the replay, skip that. You can go straight to the tag team title match, and you'll be blown away by that. Do not let that women's Money in the Bank match sour you on the rest of the the matches. The rest were pretty good. The tag match was incredible. Hands down match the night. Final scores for yours truly. I had uh, six out of a potential eight. Phil had, looks like, three out of a potential eight. And Chicken had four out of a potential eight. So, undisputed. Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast Prediction Champion, Tony fucking G. Now, I know you guys are getting tired of me doing this shit solo. Believe you me, so am I. Uh, Phil and Chicken, you need to get your asses back here so you can stop pretending like I'm stealing these things. But let's be frank, over the last, like, four months, it's pretty much been the Tony fucking G show. So, if you don't like seeing me with the belt, even though it's completely and 100% honest and well-deserved, let's be frank, long overdue, All you got to do is come and beat me. So show up and beat me. That said, 
I'm probably going to be scarce come uh, July 30th for WWE SummerSlam. I'll be mailing my uh, picks in. So it could be a rough night for me. I may not retain, but I'll still be defending because I'm an honorable champion. I'm an honest champion. And SummerSlam's, uh, we'll see what's going to happen. But obviously, we know the main event is going to be Brock and Roman once again. Hard to say as of right now how that's going to go. I don't know. Maybe maybe Theory cashes in this month already. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe that would justify the Roman Brock rematch. Theory gets involved, pulls a Seth, new heist of the century. You know what? I could see it. I think it works. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments or before I sign off here. Um, can't wait to see what they're going to do with Liv as champ on SmackDown. Well-deserved. I think she's got some momentum here. Um, <clears throat> we know that we want to see Bianca versus Rhea whenever Rhea can come back. I think that will be a potential women's match of the year. I love the Usos and the Street Profits right now. Love Montez Ford so, so much. I love him almost a little more than I love Theory. Just uh, both of those guys. Um, Lashley is a U.S. champ. Let's see what they do with that. I'm interested. Who's going to be the next challenger there? Obviously not Theory, so... Wonder where we go from there. Uh, there's a lot of questions. I'm, I'm actually excited. You know, this is a, this is a pretty good overall. What the fuck are they going to do next? Scenario with WWE. A lot of different things happen where it's kind of up in the air. What's it's not as predictable. So we're gonna have to actually watch the shows this coming week to see what the fuck's going to happen next. But you know what else you should watch next? If you want to see more Tony G, all you got to do see that link tree link link tree slash big bucking. We got lots of shows, lots of content, lots of different material all over the Big Bucking Empire that's on Facebook and YouTube. KOE Nation, Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast. We got friends of the show, Yanked Up, Dads Worldwide, so on and so forth. Check out Linktree slash Big Bucking. Lots of other original shows and content and podcasts. Lots of live streams. Lots of stuff, folks. So you got more Tony G. All you need to do, go to that link. Check us out. And check us out, I believe, on the Dog and Chicken Show next Friday live. At 8.30 Central Standard Time, I believe. Not Thursday, Thursday like we've been doing. I know, it's confusing, but I think we will be on live Friday. Talking news, politics, current events, and a bunch of bullshit. Drinking a bunch of booze. So, gotta look forward to that. So, with all that being said, I am your undisputed reigning, defending, 13-time RWP champion. And I thank you for watching. It was a fun night, even though I had to go it alone once again. I will see you next time. Like, share, subscribe. Catch you later, folks.